Tiki Hut Media. Pop the top on your favorite beer or whatever you drink from Tiki Hut Media. This is Soul Ramblings with Jerry Wicker. Hey there. Hope you got your drink popped open and ready for a new episode of Soul Ramblings Podcast. Coming to you from the great state of Tennessee. Whatever you're drinking today, whether it be a beer or a Bloody Mary or a mimosa or whiskey and water, (laughs) who knows what you're drinking, but whatever you're drinking today, uh, know that we're recording this episode actually pretty early in the morning, so I didn't really want to, at 8 o'clock in the morning, pop open a cold beer, so I did an alternative, and my I had a good friend to introduce me to this thing called hop water, and it's spelled H-O-P-W-T-R. It is a non-alcoholic alternative to beer, although really it it's more of a seltzer alternative than it is a beer alternative. It has a hoppy flavor to it, and they have different flavors of it. I'm drinking the mango flavor this morning. And it has the same hops that are used in traditional IPA or, or, or pale ale beers without the alcohol and without the calories. I invite you to check it out. It's pretty good stuff. They have lime, they have orange, they have mango like I'm drinking, and they have just plain hop water. Check them out. Got their website in the show notes of this episode and see what you think about hop water. On today's episode of Soul Ramblings, we're going to look at life in a small town. We moved, when we lived in Tennessee before we moved to Florida 10 years ago, uh, we lived in a small town. We've lived in a fairly large town for the past 10 years, and we are back in the small town lifestyle. And we'll talk about, we'll have some ramblings about a small town coming up. This week also marks the birthday of Beth, my wife. She celebrates her birthday. I'm not going to give you her age, but I wanted to take a few minutes out of the podcast this week to talk about Beth and and what I love about Beth and celebrate her for a few moments. One of the things I love about Beth is she experiences pure joy in Jesus. She knows her center of life is not me. It's not our kids. It's not the grandkids although all of those are important. It's not her work. It's her relationship with Jesus Christ. That is the center of her life. And she always goes back to that place when life gets crazy. Beth is fiercely, fiercely loyal. Loyalty and commitment are deeply ingrained in her. And as a friend, as a lover, as a mom, as a grandma, she is loyal with those to whom she connects deeply. She's full of laughter. She laughs a lot. She brings a lot of laughter into our lives and into our home. And she is a bit crazy. She has this this fun, spontaneous side to her. And it creates some pretty interesting, great moments in our lives. She inspires others. She's inspirational. Many people have said how they look to her as someone to imitate, someone to go to and talk to. She inspires me. I've lived with her for over 26 years, and she still regularly pushes me to new heights and into new challenges. 
I got to admit, she's my wife. I'm, I'm biased, but she is stunningly hot. I remember when I met her in the 90s with her 90s bangs and all of that and her 90s hairdo. I remember how stunned I was by her physical appearance. And here, over 26 years later, I'm even more dazzled than ever. And I've come to understand that her outer hotness is matched only by her inner beauty. Inside and out, she is the most wonderful, beautiful woman I've ever known. She works hard. You could never use the word lazy to describe my wife, ever. As a matter of fact, there are times I have to put my foot down with her and say, okay, you need to take a rest. You need to take a Sabbath. Today is a no work day, but she does work hard. She is unwilling to not grow. She is always reaching out for growth, always learning from God's word, and she's eager to become more of who God made her to be. She never stops growing and she never stops learning. She's a great cook. Now, if you and I are ever trapped in a building or on a desert island somewhere, and our survival depends on my cooking skills, we're either both going to die of hunger or if we If we don't die of hunger, you're definitely not going to enjoy the meal. I'm grateful for my wife's awesome skills in the kitchen. Beth has an unshakable faith. No matter how dire things get, she believes in the hand of God and in his ability to bring change to any situation. She looks great in anything she wears. I love that she looks great in sweatpants and a baggy sweatshirt as well as a a little black dress or a casual outfit, or if she's dressed up for Easter, whatever the case is, she could wear jogging shorts that always make me do a double take, and she can go full tilt for for a night at wherever and wow me when she walks in the room. She knows me, and she still loves me. No human knows me better than Beth does. And even with that full knowledge, She loves me fully and blesses me beyond reason. She's my biggest fan. It doesn't matter what I'm throwing myself into. My wife believes that I'll find success. No matter what the odds, no matter how many frustrating walls I smack my head against, she believes that I will find a breakthrough. She's passionate. She's humble. She's talented. And I'm just getting warmed up. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I want to wish her a happy birthday. I want to celebrate her on this episode of Soul Ramblings Podcast. Happy birthday, Beth. I love you. Also, I want to encourage you to go over to our Substack page. Go over there and subscribe to the blog, receive blog posts and new podcast episodes in your inbox each week. Now, I'm not going to inundate your inbox with a bunch of emails. A couple of times a week, you'll get a new podcast episode and I do a Sunday devotional called Sunday Ramblings that you'll get. Uh, Other than that, maybe the occasional blog post here and there, but that's about it. I would invite you to do that for free. You can do that for free or if you're so inclined. You can subscribe with a monthly gift of $5. Soul Ramblings Podcast is supported by generous readers and listeners like you. We don't have grants or ads or institutional backers, no list selling behind this podcast. And I get it. During these economic times, I know 
paying for every podcast or, or blog you like or subscribe to is not in the cards for everyone. I certainly can't afford to pay for everyone that I love. However, if you can afford it, would you please consider a paid subscription to help us keep going? I would really appreciate it. Like I said, $5 a month or $50 for a year. If you can't afford it, no explanations required, no worries, sign up for free. Head over to our Substack page, link is in the show notes, sign up for a paid or free subscription. Either way, subscribe, grab a beer, come on in, all are welcome. And thank you for being here. As we look over this past year, it seems to me, uh, starting back in the spring, there's a lot of noise concerning country music and small town life. You see, I lived in the most stereotypical Tennessee small town before moving to Florida, and I'm moving, and I have moved back to another Tennessee small town. So I do have some experience concerning small town life. One of the most common themes in country music is the pride of growing up in a small town. Many of these songs talk about football games, good old boys, trucks, guns, high school, and country girls shaking it. It's all nice and fun and, frankly, not very authentic. Many country songs about small town life tend to be superficial to me, causing many eye rolls because they prioritize commercial value over storytelling, in my opinion. And that is what historically makes country music so damn compelling. I spent a lot of years in country radio, and I firmly believe the 1990s were the golden age for the genre. George Strait, Garth Brooks, Reba McIntyre, Trisha Yearwood, Randy Travis, Alan Jackson, and on and on and on, so many catalogs chock full of superb storytelling. And yet, even that cohort pales in comparison to the greats who came before them. Alabama, Dolly Parton, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, Loretta Lynn, so on and so on and so on. I know I left a lot of deserving others out of that, but you get my point. Anyway, in more capable hands, country is a high art And it's fun as hell. Some of the stuff I'm hearing on country radio right now, on the other hand, is off-brand and kind of fast food produced. Listen, y'all, these songs aren't supposed to be literal, and I get that. We all sense that. These songs are not really attempting to describe actual small-town life. For example, there's a group, they have a YouTube channel, and I've got a link to it in the show notes, It's called It's a Southern Thing, and they produce skits about things that happen in small towns. The videos are meant to be satire, and they're intended to be funny, and they are funny. I invite you to go check them out over on YouTube. And there is a bit of truth in those videos, but it isn't trying to be literal. The same can be said about much of the shallow country songs that are on the charts right now. There is a bit of truth in them. I mean, yes, there are high school football games, good old boys, dirt roads, flag-waving, gun-toting, truck-driving rebel yellers, and that's not all there is, though. Small-town folks are deeper than that. 
If you hang around for a spell in a southern small town, you'll see the vast majority of folks who actually live there don't feel threatened by those who are different from them. And most of us don't solve our problems with violence either. However, there's a good chance while you're in a southern small town, you might smell weed being smoked, see beer being consumed after church on a Sunday with the grill fired up in the backyard, all while those same folks wave at you whether they know you or not. You'll see a glimpse of the real town. And that's where Ashley McBride enters as a rare gem in this homogenous world of plastic country music because she goes deeper. Now, there are many other newer artists that I do like, but when I first heard Ashley McBride's music, it was a song called Gospel Night at the Strip Club. I thought she was the most authentic singer-songwriter I had ever heard. Her music is real and honest and raw, and she writes and sings about the experience of so many people in the small towns where I have lived during my life. When listening to her songs, you'll hear about drugs and alcohol and death and life and church and family dysfunction and love for family and neighbors. And at the end of the day, we're all just trying to get by and live our lives. I have become a fanboy of Ashley McBride's songs because they speak to the authenticity of human emotions of small-town people, and they're beautiful because they strike a chord in our hearts. She's a brilliant songwriter because she creates beautiful music about the less appealing parts of small towns, the dark side of the country, and they are raw, true, and authentic country songs. While her songs do center on life in a small town, the stories and characters in the lyrics dispel the dribble that permeates many songs currently staking their claims on the country charts. I want more songs about the ugliness of the South, but not necessarily in a way that's criticizing or demeaning. Small Southern towns are awesome, but they can be dark, they can be gritty, and they can be ugly too. In the midst of all that mess, is raw, authentic beauty, and it's where I come from. McBride is able to deliver that authenticity without malice or negativity, and honestly, we need more of that in country music. Help, we need more of that in life. So go grab a beer, fire up the grill, and listen to the Soul Ramblings Ashley McBride playlist on Spotify. Link is in the show notes. Go ahead, do it. Your ears and your heart will thank you. What's a newer country artist that you like, that you appreciate the authenticity of? Let me know. Send an email to soulramblingspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's soulramblingspodcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk about it on a future episode. By the way, you can get social and connect with us here at Soul Ramblings Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Links to the Soul Ramblings podcast social media pages are also in the show notes. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Soul Ramblings podcast. I want to thank you for the gift and privilege of your time. I hope today's episode was beneficial to you. And remember Philippians 4, 8, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I'm Jerry Wicker. See you next week. And as always, thanks for listening to Soul Ramblings Podcast. Grace, peace, cheers. cheers.
Thanks for listening to Soul Ramblings with Jerry Wicker. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe and be sure to leave us a rating and review. Soul Ramblings is a Tiki Hut Media production. Music